We are doing chapter 39, the exposition of a specific verse from the Gita and the creation of the Samadhi Mandir. So we had done up to 85 verse. So we will start from 86 onwards. So, yeah. When the charioteer is so skilled, a leader as the intellect, why should the master of the chariot worry? He should carry on the worldly business with an easy mind. To see to the proper performance of all the bodily functions is the work of the intellect. Once the mind is habituated to this, all the business turns beneficial. See, in this, uh, we were doing one small verse yesterday from uh, the Tripura Rahasim also, where I said that there is a mother, she has got a daughter, the daughter has a friend. Okay? And the friend gets married to this man. The man's mother, I mean the mother-in-law of this lady, is uh, a very bad woman. So we were talking on one side, the bad woman is called ignorance, avidya. Yesterday we were doing avidya, so we were talking about avidya on one side. Avidya's son is called the mind. Hmm? Mind. Mind is full of avidya, isn't it? Avidya means basically ignorance as we call it. Adnyana. Alright. Adnyana. is full of Adnyana. Now the friend of mine is the Jiva. Jiva is, this is the Jiva. We are the Jiva basically. And the friend of, that is me, I. I am the intellect, Buddhi. Whose mother is the Supreme Divine Consciousness. So I I think I gave you the entire story. So Supreme Divine Consciousness creates intellect, which is basically knowledge base, which is there in the Jiva, which is a friend of the Jiva. Now the Jiva is coming in contact with a very bad lady that is called ignorance. She has got a son called mind. So Jiva gets married to the mind. And then Mind in turn has got two other wives and so on and so forth. So here what is being said is in the reverse order. What is being told over here is, if the intellect becomes pure, when we have a pure intellect, it can direct the mind. Alright? Whereas what we were talking about yesterday is, if you say that you are cleaning the mind then it will only reveal the pure intellect when you clear the that means the outer covering is cleared out you see the pure intellect inside now we are talking from inside outside that was from out in now this is in out inside is a pure intellect the pure intellect in turn is giving us a clean mind so see to see the proper performance of all the bodily functions is the work of the intellect once the mind is habituated to this, all the business turns beneficial. When the mind works on the pure intellect, then the whole functioning of the body and the mind will be in perfect synchronicity. When the physical organs run after sense objects, like word, touch, form, etc. If you recollect, I told you, my friend, she has got five children. Those children are called the senses, five senses. 
So the mind goes to every sense's house and robs from their things. He's got two more wives. One of them is imagination and the other one is called Mahasana. Mahasana means voracious. She is very, very, she wants desire, full of desire. Hmm? So all these are a part and parcel of the senses as well. Senses will pull all those objects inside of you. So suppose if you are, now I am sure, you know, if you if you go to some particular place and you see some very nice stuff lying around and you will say, ah, how much is this for, how much is that for? And then you have that inclination, ki, I can buy, it's worth it, so let me buy. So, we go and buy stuff. Or if we go to a restaurant, there is a very huge menu. What do we do? We search out the best item which is suitable for us and when we say, okay, okay, give me this. So, with the eyes you are seeing, the smell is there. All these senses are working, they will tell the mind what they are supposed to take. So when the physical organs runs after the sense objects like word, touch, form etc. There will be needless waning of strength and also the fear of fall at every step. What is the fear of fall? The moment you have anything happening in this world, the moment your senses are drawn towards it, what happens? Let us say for example you find that your friend is wearing a very beautiful dress. So immediately the person will say, oh, where did you buy this from? It's very nice. Then you will ask the price. The price is affordable. You say, oh, then I can also go and buy from there. So something like that. Or if uh, you see somebody, you know, eating something which is really very delicious. So you will you will say, "How? okay, where are you getting this? So then you go to that place and get it from there. Like that sense objects are there. They will draw you out towards themselves. Whatever pleasure one finds in the five sense objects like word, touch, form, etc. ultimately turns into pain. Truly nothing is so painful as ignorance. A child keeps on eating a lot of sweets. The mother says to the child, don't eat so many sweets like you know chocolates and stuff like that, candies. So the mother says, don't eat so much. Your teeth will get spoiled. Don't we tell our children this? Don't eat so much, your teeth will get spoiled. But the child keeps on eating and eating and eating. After some time, the teeth are gone. In the same way, I am sure, you know, those who are smokers in this world, you have seen the way their lips become burnt. You know, their teeth also become very dirty. The yellowness in the teeth and so on and so forth. So we tell that person, no, don't smoke. Your, your health is at stake. You may get cancer, you may get so many problems and... Some people get throat cancer, some people get lung cancer, so on and so forth. So we keep on telling them. So what happens is anything indulged in a very large quantity can make it painful for the person. People, those who drink, suddenly, you know, at the end of their life, somewhere in the middle, they have these liver issues and many other issues happening. They cannot digest, they cannot do this, they cannot do that. So many things happen. Infatuated by the word, a deer loses his life in the end. An elephant enjoys a touch but has to bear the irritation of the goat too. The form bewitches a moth who finally gets burnt. The fish enjoys the taste but loses his life instantly. Beguiled by the fragrance, the black bee gets trapped in the lotus. 
if each one by itself leads to such calamities how disastrous must be the five together we are talking of only one thing only one over here see infatuated by the word a deer loses his life you you hear the singing somebody is singing so the deer is enchanted it goes towards that direction same way an elephant likes the touch but what happens with the touch the god is pierced in that isn't it same way you know the bee everywhere you will find the bawra keeps on going you know round and round everywhere it's a single one only sense is working whereas human beings have five senses all five senses are working simultaneously see what happens to a person if one sense can put you to ruin so, so much what will five senses do so you have to be very very careful after all these are only animals birds and aquatic creatures but even the wise human being after seeing their sad fate still still runs after sense objects could ignorance be anything different when ignorance is removed and sensual pleasures are given up the agitated mind will be emancipated from the thraldom of illusion and the creatures will turn towards self realization which will bring him the highest bliss so if you stop getting trapped in the material world by these kind of things like it's a very easy thing to go out and say oh my car has got old so let us buy a new one or you say you know ki uh, i need to replace my washing machine or something like that some big object that you want to do and then what happens you go and buy the new object the new object is going to cost you more they say they come out with all these gimmicks are that are they return the old one you get so much of discount and so on and so forth but still at the end of the day they have to make money so they are going to take from you so even if you replace your old car are you not buying a new one and starting a new emi or something like that so what is the point in giving an old which is still in working condition is perfectly fine what is the point so there are people in this world who would want to go for this kind of thing so this is called the thraldom this is what we keep on falling continuously so why get into that state the desires are going to make us do this in your heart contemplate on hari guru with your eyes listen to the with your ears listen to the life story let the mind meditate ceaselessly on his form and the tongue chant his name the tongue when it chants the name of the lord it doesn't say anything bad it's a very strange fact that uh, when i was standing with one person gentleman he is twirling his beads in his you know the pouch is there he was here put his hand in the pouch and he was saying are ram are ram are you know that kind of a thing and on top of it he is telling me are ye mehanga kitna hai ye bazar mein aajkal ye milta hai wo milta hai and he is twirling continuously twirling so what is he twirling for wo bazar mein kitna mehanga hai wo kitna mehanga hai ye kitna <laughs> is this is this girl japa that is a very strange way of doing japa i did understand so i asked him the question at that time i said ye tum beads kyu roll kar rahe ho नहीं नहीं वो जपा है ना मन में होते रहता है ऐसे लेकिन मन में अब तुम चीज़ बात कर रहे हो वी वर स्टैंडिंग आउटसाइड अ रेस्टोरेंट एंड सम सम स्टफ वॉज लाइंग आउटसाइड ओवर देयर जस्ट नियर रेलवे स्टेशन 
एंड यू नो दे सेल एट द रेलवे स्टेशन ए दस का दो ये पाँच का एक ऐसा है नो लाइक दैट दे कीप ऑन सेलिंग ऑल द स्मॉल स्मॉल स्टफ्स एंड दिस फेलो इज टॉकिंग अबाउट ऑल दॉल दैट थिंग आई टोल्ड एम आई यू थिंकिंग अबाउट दिस और आर यू थिंकिंग अबाउट दैट गॉड नहीं नहीं दोनों चल रहा है ऐसे दोनों आई एम सॉरी इफ समबडी कम्स एंड टेल्स मी दैट ही कैन डू टू थिंग्स हाइमल्टेनियसली मल्टी टास्किंग मल्टी टास्किंग इला ट्राई टू कीप टू वाइज एंड सी फॉर योर सेल्फ मल्टी टास्किंग करके तो देखो दोनों से धुलाई मिलेगी यू कार्ड हैंडल वन एंड वेयर इज द सेकेंड वन दैट यू आर ट्राई टू गो आफ्टर सो इन स्पिरिचुअलिटी वी के नॉट हैव मल्टी टास्किंग वी के नॉट हैव so multitasking is not possible so focus is very very important see in our world we need to keep our mind on god and do our material worldly work the mind is not there the mind is at the lord's feet that is what we are trying to say mind is engrossed in the lord's feet let me tell you this the divine consciousness will make your body work the way it has to work don't worry about how things are going to happen and how they are not going to happen everything will fall in place but keep your mind at the lord's feet that's it don't do anything so that is the reason why in your heart contemplate on hari guru with your ears listen to his life story whether whenever you have the time you can listen to the life story let the mind meditate ceaselessly on his form and the tongue chant his name go walking in the place of hari guru with the nose inhale the fragrance of his nirmalya fold your hands in obeisance to the feet and with the eyes take his darshan nirmalya means you know those dulsi uh, uh, and other things that we put on the lord and we remove it from them you you take the smell of that i'm sure you know in the temples you have done that you know when you go to the temple you have this uh, they give you some tulsi or some flowers or something like that what do you do you maybe put it in your head sometimes women will put it in their head or put it on your head like this and maybe smell it you know that is what you do or take a small leaf from the tulsi and eat it that is nirmalya so what do you do inhale the fragrance of the nirmalya fold your hands in obeisance to his feet with his eyes take his darshan so fill your eyes with the hari guru in this way when the inclination of all the sense organs are lovingly directed towards him blessed will be the state of the devotee what else is this but god devotion this is all the god devotion is required okay put all your five senses at the feet of the lord if you are smelling also you think about you are smelling the nirmalya okay you are seeing only eyes the eyes are only directed towards the lord i know you are seeing in the material world no doubt about it but the inner eyes basically are directed towards us in short eradicate knowledge ignorance totally and know that what remains is perfect knowledge so when you remove the ignorance from the top yesterday i explained to you you remove the coverings what remains inside is called the pure knowledge alone such is the implied significance of the verse which shri krishna suggested to arjuna so we have ended this verse over here as it was nana was already full of humility on hearing this sweet exposition he prostrated at baba's feet making obeisance with both his hands he then very sincerely and earnestly prayed baba please dispel my ignorance and destroy my obstinate ego by educating me properly all the verses that are there in the bhagavad gita 
they do not have what is called as a fixed explanation. If somebody says that there is a fixed explanation, that person is talking nonsense. Because the Bhagavad Gita is a dynamic text. Suppose I do one verse today and one verse tomorrow and the one verse day after. Two. Same verse I do every single day. The meaning of the verse will keep on changing every single day. Forget about the day, it can change every hour also. So if you have, if you are going out to the market and buying a book which, which is maybe by Shankara or somebody where it gives a, a static explanation of the verse, don't go buy it please. It is not going to give you any answers. Because it is complete nonsense at this given point in time. What is needed is, this is what is needed. A fond outward display, see, Baba please dispel my ignorance and destroy my obstinate ego by educating me properly. The Guru will give you the exact knowledge that is required. You don't need to tell him also. He will guide you on the way exactly what is needed by you. A fond outward display of righteousness, but with a mind full of doubts within and without the capacity to bear insults even for a moment, can ignorance be different from this? Anytime the mind comes into play, ego comes into play. I know, I am capable, this is possible, that is possible. And then doubts will come. Oh, what he is telling is not correct. What do you mean by what he is telling is not correct? What the Guru is talking to you at that given moment in time is the right thing. But if you are going to refer to some book and then try to refer to what he is saying, it's not going to match. It's never going to match because that is not the right thing to do. So what happens is, outward display of righteousness. People have, the, oh yes, 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 I am here, okay, let me listen to it. But with mind full of doubts. Oh, what he is telling is all wrong. And then on top of it, what happens is, there are insults thrown. How many insults were thrown at different, different people did you see? In this entire book that we have done so far, so many times the Guru literally, you know, खड़े खड़े उसको नंगा कर देते हैं बोलते हैं देखो तुमको मैं बोल रहा था जाओ इधर से गेट आउट फ्रॉम हियर हाउ टफ इट इज सो दिस काइंड ऑफ थिंग्स हैपन दिस इज कॉल्ड इग्नोरेंस द मोमेंट यू गेट एंग्री विथ इट और द मोमेंट यू फील बैड अबाउट इट द मोमेंट यू आर गोइंग टू बी गेट डिस्टर्ब विथ इट दैट इज नॉट द राइट थिंग इनवर्डली अ कीन डिजायर फॉर ऑनर एंड रेपुटेशन विदाउट विथ एन आउटवर्ड शो ऑफ मेडिटेशन वाइल एंगर लस मोल्डर्स विथ इन what is this but ignorance so inside you have something else going outside you are saying ram 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 what is the point in doing a ram ram outside and inside you are doing mara 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 you know like murder murder and all those kind of things you are doing this is not the right thing to do the the positive aspect of it is no doubt valmiki said mara 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 he what he was expressing mara 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 <laughs> but his guru had told him his guru was Narada. Narada told him, you can't say Ram Ram is okay by me, does not matter. Say Mara 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 Mara. So <laughs> that Mara 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 became Rama 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 very soon. And that is Guru's instructions. The Guru has given him an instruction. Okay, you can say this word, it's no problem. Go ahead. So, so inside, if you have wicked deeds going on, and then there, there are lots of things which are going on, which are not going to be healthy for you, that is no good. It is ignorance only. In reality, full of wicked deeds without a place for righteous deeds or good thoughts, but flaunting a knowledge of Brahma outwardly, 
In this, not clear is this not clearly ignorance? Baba, a cloud of compassion that you are extinguishing this fire of knowledge, ignorance by a show, shower of your grace. This and this alone will bless me. I do not want a mere talk of knowledge. Please remove this excessive ignorance of mine and bestow your grace on me. In that itself lies my happiness and contentment. When you go into what is called the gymnastics of different different kinds of knowledge that is there in this world. Oh, I know this verse from this particular book. People have this habit of quoting verses from, Oh, this is in this particular Upanishad. You see, last time I was doing it, we were discussing this issue. Okay, fine, very good. You go to Ramakrishna Paramahansa and you try to talk about some Upanishad and some Gita and something like that. He is going, he will give you a stare and you will say, I don't know what you are talking, sir. I am a pure, poor, ignorant person who has absolutely no idea what you are speaking. Why do these people act like that? Do you think they don't know? They know the deepest of the secrets. But the only reason why they behave that way is that is not the knowledge which a person needs to have. The more amount of mental gymnastics that a person does, he is going to get into bigger and bigger trouble which is connected to the ego. So let let that whole thing not happen. So that is the reason why he says, I don't want this knowledge. I don't want this knowledge. Nana is telling him. Please remove this excessive ignorance. I have this ignorance. I don't understand a thing. Can you remove this ignorance from me? And bestow your grace upon me. In that itself lies my happiness and contentment. That is the only happiness and the contentment that I am looking for. Sai is loving and compassionate. Making the pretext of Nana, he gave the exposition of the Gita for you and me and for all. Gita is the word of God and therefore really a Shastra. The truth of which holds in the past, present and the future. It should never be slighted. Gita is it's a very tiny book. Very, very tiny book. Doesn't have much. You know, you will feel that what is a tiny book supposed to be? It has got 18 chapters. That's it. But the amount of knowledge is more than enough for a person in this world to carry it from the beginning of his life till the end of life. That is all that is required. Just the Gita itself is sufficient. Why is it sufficient? So here he says, Gita is the word of God. And therefore, really a Shastra. Yes, the truth of which holds in the past, present and the future. This particular knowledge is the past, the present and the future. All three. So, you may say, ki, oh no, no, there are certain verses which are talking about, you know, uh, the Brahmanas and the Kshatriyas and the Shudras and all. Nowadays, we don't have Shudras. You see, in United States and all, where are the Shudras? There are no Shudras. Sorry, you have to, you have not got the right explanation then. So, come to the right explanation, then everything will fall in place. Everything has been written. Like today, the Ramayana may seem insignificant, you know. What is this Rama? There is no king nowadays in this whole world. There are no kings. You know, very few places there are kings. Even Nepal had one Hindu king. Now he's disappeared. So who is there? Nobody is there. No kings are there. No queens are there. Nothing like that. Nobody goes to the jungle for 14 years. You think you can go to the jungle for 14 years? Nobody does that. But relevance is not in that. The relevance you have to ask your guru. With the guru's grace, you will understand the whole thing. So that is the reason why the relevance is very, very important. Those who are excessively attached to sensual pleasures and those who are self-realized, they both have no need for the significance of the Shastras. It is created only for the seeker. 
This is the important verse. You have to know this. Those who are in the material world, they don't give a damn about the Shastras. What are they bothered about? They will say, oh, kya karne ka hai Shastra vita, tum tumare ghar mein rakho. I have my drinks to drink, I have eat, I have to eat this and this, I have to go here, I have to watch movies, I have to do so many things. I go for races, I do this, I do that, so many things. So he doesn't have time for the Shastras. So that person is devoid. The other person who doesn't need the Shastras is a realized person. He doesn't have any need of a Shastra at all. Why? What is the point of he carrying the Shastra? Shastra is inside of him. That is why he is called the Shastri. (laughs) You understand? He is the Shastri because of that. The Shastras are inside of him. But what happens to the in-between people? They are called the seekers. Those who are trying to go towards realization. Trying to go towards... See, they have the little faith in God. Starting from that. Little faith. They start with the faith. I go to the temples. I believe there is God. The person starts from there. Till you reach the state of realization, you need these books. So the Bhagavad Gita is the primary text that is needed. So Bhagavad Gita is the one. And that is the reason why he said so. So, so it is only created for the seeker. So the Gita is a very very prime example meant for the seeker alone. To uplift the seeker who sincerely feels I am so securely tried to the senses, when will I be liberated from them? It is for his redemption that the Shastras are born. Again, is there any idea, is there any time frame which says, oh, on this day you will get liberated? Nobody, nobody in this world has come with a timer. You know, there is no alarm clock over there which says, oh, now you are liberated, now you can go. There is nothing like that. So, there is no point in thinking like, you know, okay, okay, tomorrow I am going to pack up all my books and keep them away because tomorrow I am going to get liberated. Fine. There is no time frame like that. On seeing such a devotee, the saints are moved by compassion and find some excuse to give him instructions effortlessly. This is, this is something which the Guru do. You know what they do? They pick out the people and they say, oh, this person needs it, see? Let me give it to him. They pick out these people with their compassion. What do they do? They are very compassionate and they use this as an excuse. Okay, come, 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 come to me, I will tell you. Now they are doing it out of compassion. You may think, oh, this is So first thing they will ask me, you know how many people have come for the satsang and have asked me, how much money satsang I looked at that person and I said, what? What are you talking about? I don't charge anybody. No, no, but people charge money, you know, if you go. I said, no, I'm sorry. There are no charges for satsang. It's a free thing. Be it God. Be it Guru. He is absolutely the power of his devotee. In the power of his devotee. He is anxious for the devotee's will and takes upon himself the devotee's difficulties. All the devotee's difficulties... The Guru and the God, they pull it on themselves. It is not understood. But this is how they are. They are very, very compassionate. So what they do is they pull up all the problems that are there with them. But nobody is going to tell you that. Yeah. 
Now I shall briefly narrate to you another of Sai's marvelous ways, how he would initiate a piece of work without anyone being aware of it. It may be a small task or big, but the real purpose would never be given out, while the work would gradually take shape without even a mention anywhere. This is the secrecy with which the Guru works. What does he do? He is making somebody do something. The person doesn't even know that he is making that person do something. It's a secrecy. It is done without that person's any knowledge or understanding. It's just, you know, oh, go downstairs and get me this. It sounds so simple, no? Achha, hai, upar se, niche jake, kuch leke aana. Oh, you think that is so simple, is it? No, there is a hidden agenda in that. The hidden agenda is never understood. So what do these people do, the gurus? and They do it in a, with a small task. It may be a small task or a big one. But the real purpose will never be given out. It's a big task or a small task, we have absolutely no clue. But it will be said in a very casual way. It's not made out into, Deho, very, very important. You see, in, in the office and all, they give this importance to this, you know. Tomorrow we are going to discuss this very, very important thing. Okay, fine. Well, let us get together. 8 o'clock meeting, blah, blah, blah. And you go to the guru and he casually mentions to you, you know what? Um, what is, you having holiday or what? Oh, is it? Okay. Kya kar raha hai? Khana kidar khayega? It's like, you know, it's like a very casual talk being. Okay, why don't you, we'll, we'll just go out and come. Okay. Sounds so simple. And you think that it is the simplest thing in the world. But there is a very deeper meaning to that. The meaning is never understood. Because for you, it sounds like just out of the ordinary is saying something. I say, something like that. No. There is something very deeper in it. So this is the reason why the purpose is never known. The project would come up quite casually and would be initiated without any indication of naming its real purpose. Every Guru comes with an agenda. Please let me tell you this. Every Guru comes with an agenda. Agenda is hidden. Nobody knows what the agenda is. And casually he will, he is like you know, that prodding, little prodding. You know, have you seen a bell gadi? In a bullock cart? The bullock cart is going very slowly. Uh, like the bullock is just halke, dulke, aage ja raha hai. Wo thoda sa aisa poke karega. Chalo, chalo, chalo. <laughs> the bullock cart is, you know, taken on the right, correct track. That is how he is. He is very light prodding will be done. Very light prodding. Without your idea. You know, you will not be given any indication. He will say, oh, okay. Get your passport ready. See, everybody is getting it. Why also you not get it ready? Alright. Okay, you are getting it ready. I will also get it ready. Why does he want the passport ready? How do I... How are you supposed to know? He is casually saying it. Maybe there is some reason. You don't know. You may say, Ah, he is saying it because he wants to send me to somewhere, USA or something. And tomorrow what happens? You go to the bank and they say, please give me your you know, address proof, this proof, that proof. Oh, I changed my residence, you know, I don't remember having any proof with me. 
suddenly it will strike you tongue like that oh the passport is there of course the new passport came yesterday only okay okay here it is now do you realize these are very simple things but we have no idea about how they work so think the project any project it may be a small or a big one would come up quite casually it comes very casually and would be initiated without any indication or naming the real purpose creating on the contrary quite an erroneous impression on everybody everybody gets an erroneous impression their impressions are they go by the worldly impressions oh he is saying it because this is what he wants don't don't make those kind of conclusions you know don't even try because i i'll give you one very funny example which happened once it so happened that that person said um, guruji i want to go abroad i said very good go where you want to go i want to go abroad i have this interview of us you know they want to appoint me in usa so there is an interview going on i want to go abroad i said okay you will go abroad when i will go i said um, now which month is it okay fine um, 31st december ke pehla tu chala jayega so what happened the next day the person comes guruji i failed in that interview that usa thing didn't fructify only they, they said no no you are not suitable for it so what to do now i am not going abroad i said what is the date given to you 31st of december is still about 2 months away said let us see you know what happens suddenly the husband gets a job offer and in a country which is completely alien to america and that person in less than one day's time gets that offer and he says i am going would you like to come the flight is at the entire family is flying the flight is at 10 pm on 31st of december and they are in the new country on 1st of january the next year how did that happen the happening is because how did this happen so the person who actually came was thinking in the mind that i will get a job abroad but how did it work the husband got the job abroad and this person just accompanied over there and then the different thing happened that but to get this whole point how the whole system works is impossible to say so we should never use our mind in trying to decipher you know well in advance oh this is what is going to happen don't even try so that is the reason why this verse is very very important the project will come up quite casually and will be initiated without any indication or naming of the real purpose creating on the contrary quite an erroneous impression on everybody everybody gets an erroneous impression it was as if baba was undoubtedly giving the actual experience of a conventional adage what real work will he do who only babbles and what will it rain that merely thunders jo badbad karta hai na wo kaam nahi karta we say these words you know the person who keeps on blowing his trumpet now all the time doesn't do any work he is just talking he just talks in the air so sir incarnations like baba appear in this world only to do good to others and when their mission is achieved they merge in the end into the manifest unmanifest but we do not know the root cause of our existence 
from where we have come and where we will proceed or why we were born and what is the purpose of our birth are these not the most important questions of our life everybody's life these are the main questions so what is the root cause of our existence why are we here do you know uh, nobody has any clue so you think oh i have to grow up i have to study then i have to get married then i have to have bachcha kachcha and then i have to... oh is that the reason why you are born is that the real reason for your existence so you don't know so these questions are important so that is the reason why we do not know the real root cause of our existence from where we have come we have no clue and where are we going we have no clue and why are we born we have no clue and what is the purpose of our birth so we are born for with some purpose in our life isn't it what is the purpose do you know no so what is it we spend our life as we wish then comes the time of death all the bodily organs become feeble and yet a good thought does not enter the mind the good thought going towards the lord although we see the wife sons brothers mother chosen friends kith and kin dying before our very eyes yet it does not give rise to any good wise thoughts in our mind you know we have one very great person in our house that person will be actually sitting the whole day doing ram 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 some old person in the house they will always be there okay on one side they are saying ram and on the other side kaun banega karodpati oh i watch mahabharat see in the mahabharat kunti is like this okay and that you know that fellow is horrible looking these all these pandavas they don't look good at all that krishna from the old serial is so fantastic and this krishna he looks i don't know where they pick up this krishna from oh this is what that mahabharat is going on that has got more value to you and the krishna has no value for you so think about it people on one side are doing ram 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 full day and on the other side they are talking like this and then they will make criticism that shakuni fellow no pakka he looks like a pakka shakuni i tell you he got horrible character i tell you if i ever meet him on the road i want to kill him but i tell you that duryodhan is handsome guy you know wonderful guy he should have been arjuna instead of that arjuna arjuna is a ponga pandit he is not worth it oh we have all these things going on and then we see some sas bahu and this one and that one and then the woman becomes great and this one happens and that one happens and we wonder ye kaun se zamane ki baat kar rahe hain i mean which year are we talking about and these people they come up with so so many twists in the story koi mar jata hai wo dusre serial mein zinda ho jata hai kyun hota hai full day we are doing that and after that you know that sabji wala aalu kaisa hai bola hai 28 rupya kilo are kal maine udhar 24 mein liya tha tumhara 28 rupya tum chori karte ho उधर राम राम बोल रहे हो या चोरी कर रहे हो चार रुपये में और लेने का कितना है आधा किलो लेना है हम्म तो तुम्हारा दो रुपया गया महीने का कुछ नहीं तो दस रुपया गया उससे ज्यादा नहीं जाता है दस रुपया गया तुम्हारा एक्स्ट्रा और दस रुपये से तुम्हारा राम चला गया देखो योर पीस ऑफ माइंड गोज वाई बिकॉज वी आर पेइंग फोर टू रुपीज एडिशनल एक्स्ट्रा and then i asked him for a little kadi patta he is not even giving me next time i won't come to this fellow <laughs> kadi patta nahi diya isliye uske paas jaate nahi hai <laughs> we are so petty minded 
I mean, think about it. We we become like idiots in front of this. And it is not a it is not a common thing, you know. And now now the seasons of mango and all will start. And that fellow, you know, he already starts with two hundred rupees. Two hundred rupees a kilo. The last year seventy rupees, eighty rupees, chal raha tha. Abhi two hundred rupees ek kahan se aa gaya? Hopcoms me hundred and eighty me milta hai. लास्ट ईयर 80 में मिल रहा था अभी 180 में मिलता है और 20 रुपीज एडिशनल है सो वी हैव दिस इश्यूज इन आवर वर्ल्ड विच आर मोर प्रोफाउंड देन द राम इन आवर वर्ल्ड लेट मी टेल यू दिस वाई आर वी इन टू ऑल दिस थिंग्स फॉर वॉट रीजन यू वो लाइक इट टेक इट यू डोंट लाइक इट लिव इट द मोर यू ट्राई टू हैसल एंड गेट हैसल्ड ओवर द होल इशू The more tensions, your hair is going to become like mine. See, I did too many troubles in my world, so full white hair. So, <laughs> so these people, they are so much bothered about the material world. They don't have time till they die. They don't have time. When they don't even have gold to buy it, they will say the gold prices. You know, I tell you this. This time you got to buy the gold because Diwali time no we don't have time. कितना लेने का है? आधा तोला लेने का है वो बच्चे के लिए उसका नाम करन है या something like that so we have to give him something so we are वो अभी से लेके रखना उस time पे rate बढ़ गया रहेगा so all the calculations are ready in the mind see all the calculations are ready. I don't know whether you all have you know gone and sat for a wedding. जब भी किसके घर में wedding होता है, at that time they make a big list, and in that list they will say we have to give sari to this one, this one, this one, this one. This auntie no, don't even give her. Give her the worst bloody polyester sari we can get. तो वो सस्ते वाला sari है ना वो auntie को दे देगा. क्यों? Useless. She is not good. So we have already decided well in advance. Shadi ke time pe kiska band bajarega? <laughs> so much of intricate planning goes into it, from the beginning of the life to the end of the life. Think, what kind of intricate planning are we doing? Jina hai, marna hai, and uske beech mein itna planning hai. But this plan of being, you know, surrendering to God. Doesn't exist in anybody's world. No, no, no. I go to the temple. When that Eka that she came yesterday, yesterday was a very, very important. What, what was it yesterday? Chitra Purnima was there, and there was one grahan also in America. So in America grahan. So here I, I cleaned all the water and all. Okay, I put tulsi patta in that so that the water will be clean. America me grahan hai aur ghar me idhar tulsi patta dal rahe. America ka pani kharaab hoega. Tumara kyu hoega? बोला मैं बिस्लेरी पीता हूँ लोग कर लो बात सो दिस फनी पार्ट इज दिस दिस पीपल आर इन टू दिस काइंड ऑफ थिंग बट दे डोंट हैव टाइम फॉर टेकिंग गॉड्स नेम देल सिट इन फ्रंट ऑफ द टेलीविजन सिक्स आवर्स एट आवर्स वॉचिंग यूजलेस प्रोग्राम्स वॉट इज दैट सिंगिंग प्रोग्राम आई पर्सन कीप्स ऑन लिसनिंग टू समबडीज वॉइस इज गुड समबडीज वॉइस इज लाइक बफेलो and then they will keep on laughing at the buffalo's voice and then they will my god this person is so good in this voice tumko kuch mila usme khane ko mila peene ko mila tumhara kuch tumhare sar mein kuch taaj aa gaya 
somebody is getting elected somebody is getting selected who cares and the funniest part is the comedy serials comedy serials or something like that which i have seen in my world people sit in front of i mean at least my mother you should see her sitting from morning to night some chas bahu comedy this one that one and wherever i go that person is is laughing like that some sardar ji is sitting over there he is laughing <laughs> loud laughter have you heard that sardar ji fellow and then one man dresses like a woman i what kind of idiocy this is you have time for watching all that but you don't have time in your world to take god's name tomorrow you are going to die you are going to become a kida makoda in your life okay nobody is going to give a damn to you you may be dead and what is it that you are going to become in your next life you are going to become like a bloody centipede or something like that to you know earlier in your earlier life you were a big fat person who could only walk half a kilometer maybe you know and half kilometer and khalas yahan pe socho tumko hazar you know 100 feet dene wala hai kitna chalna padega you are going to become a centipede in your legs life i'm going to make you walk with 100 feet 400 feet and it will take you one hour to walk it's a joke okay <laughs> so we get lost in all this material world so while still in the body they lovingly wear out their body for the devotees after death make use of the place of their death by uplifting their devotees so surrendering to the guru's feet is this is what happens thus before giving up the body some will get their samadhi built so they later the body will be laid to rest definitely in the same spot and baba did the same but nobody realized it earlier he got his samadhi mandir built really his leela was marvelous it's the same thing with all the uh, you know beautiful saints that are there um even in hubli there is a very beautiful saint siddharudd swami his name is i don't know any more. oh my friend is not here today he also the samadhi is very beautiful over there you go to shirdi the shirdi samadhi is very beautiful ram krishna krishna ji is also they also have built if you go to uh, say mumbai in the mumbai also there is a very beautiful you know ganesh puri or vajreshwari there is hmm? nityanand maharaj is there they are beautiful stuff yeah and you can go over there and you can take this darshan there are very beautiful saints also which at other places near pune also like i told you there is a place where tukaram maharaj and nyaneshwar and everybody's samadhis are there we can go and have a look over there sometimes so he gets a samadhi mandir built really his leela is marvelous a very wealthy person from nagpur <laughs> bapu saheb buti by name and in his hands baba had this monument <coughs> <coughs> raised bapu bapu saheb was a great devotee always absorbed at baba's feet he came from a family <coughs> to shirdi and stayed there to serve baba out of love for baba he would always stay there time and again and later on felt like staying permanently in shirdi <coughs> i 
and he thought that he should buy some plot of land and construct some small building so that he could stay there independently. It was here that the seeds were sown. Initially, and the mandir today is the tree that grew from it, which is a memorial to Baba's love and for the devotees. How it was raised little by little and in what way it has begun and how it took its present shape, listen to the account of all this now. Even as the thought was passing through his mind, Bapu Sahib had a di- in this interesting vision where he was asleep on the upper story of the Dikshitwada. And while Madhavarao too was sleeping in the same place, even he had the same vision to the astonishment of both. Bapu Sahib had a dream in which Baba commanded him, build your wada, most certainly including it in a temple. Immediately on seeing the vision, Bapu Sahib woke up trying to remember the dream from the beginning as he lay in his bed. So what, what was the dream? In the dream he said, you go and make this great wada. Wada means a, a, a small a place, you know, a house type of thing. And in that, make a place for a temple. So we will see what happens now. Immediately on seeing this vision, Bapu Sahib woke up trying to remember the dream from the beginning as he lay in his bed. While they were taking to- uh, taking place, Madhavara was suddenly heard weeping and as Butti called out to him to wake up, the dream vanished. When Madhavara was asked, what were you weeping? Why were you weeping? He said, I had overcome with love when I heard Shri's loving words. My throat was choked with emotion and tears welled up in the eyes. The intense love in the heart and I could not control burst out in tears. Coming close to me, Baba gave a distinct command. Let the Vada and the temple take a concrete shape. I shall fulfill the wishes of all. In his heart, Bapu Sahib was quite amazed that both of them should have the same vision. But this cleared all doubts from the mind and it was resolved to begin the work. Butti himself was born with a silver spoon in his mouth and therefore had the means to build the Vada and the temple. Madhavara was just well to do. And yet, both of them had the same vision. The dreams tallied with each other and both were very happy. They fixed their general outline of the project which was approved by Kaka Dikshit. And so, early next morning, when all the three of them were with Baba as usual, Baba was scrutinizing Shama's face with great attention and love. You know, we, the building of a particular thing has to be done in a particular way. Um, incidentally, now you may wonder ki how did this whole thing come up. The, the strangest part is that all these things are done prior in advance. How they are done, there is no idea. So like say for example, we have a friend, Brito, today he is not feeling well so. Now he went to a very very remote village in Mexico. Now what did he go and do over there? With mud, bricks and lime and simple stuff, they built small temples type of structures or houses type of structures for a place of worship. How does that sound? Just little cement and the rest of it. All of those people worked really very hard in constructing a beautiful house, a temple, a sort of a place where the name of the Lord will be taken. So can you imagine somebody coming from thousands of kilometers down to that place and making that place up over there? How this whole system has been put in place? So, just a few days ago I was telling him, you know, we were thinking of something like this. And he says, Guru, you know what? I have learned how to make this. I said, good for you. (laughs) So, we will use your technology there. So, this is how it works. How does it work? There is no way of knowing. So, So, this is how it works.
<clears throat> hmm. So early morning, when all the three of them were with great Baba as usual, Baba was scrutinizing Shama's face with great att- attention and love. Shama said, Oh God, what is this incomprehensible sport of yours? You do not even allow us to sleep peacefully. There too, you make us rave wildly. On hearing this, Baba at once put his hand in his ears and said, Whatever any men may say, we have been in our own place. You know, this is how they talk, always. I don't know, Baba. I really don't have any clue about all this thing. What are you talking about? I don't know. You know, it's it's a way, it's a put on. Then the above mentioned scheme was put before Baba for his consent. Immediately, Baba gave permission to build a house with the temple. Madhavara was already girding up his lions at his at his hands and were built in the basement and the ground floor. Then the well was constructed too and the work progressed thus far. Eagerly, Baba would watch the progress while going to the landy on returning from it as the doors and the windows were being fixed. Raising his index fingers, he would say, put a door there, a window there, here to the east, take out a gallery, it will enhance the beauty. Later, according to the law of cause and effect, the word that was to be carried out in the hands of Bapu Saigzo was then interested to him. And as the work was thus progressing, Bhutti's mind was inspired by the idea that if a sanctum sanctorum is also included in this, then an idol of Murlidhar Sri Krishna would be installed here. The idea arose, but without consulting Baba's wishes and without the Guru's express permission, Bhutti would never begin any piece of work. This had always been the rule with him. Baba's permission was the most important consideration, without which not a single work would be done. Why do we want a division in the hall? What is Why is it necessary? The wall on either side can be pulled down and the Murlidhar installed there. This was the wish of Babu Sahib, and to have a temple in the place of a divided apartment, but Baba's wish must be consulted, and if he consent, it should be done undoubtedly. Therefore, he said to Madhara, let us ask what Baba thinks, and then, whatever his wish, we will chalk out the future plans accordingly. While on the daily rounds, as Baba came near the Vada and reached the door, just see what Shamarao asked. Oh God, Babu Sahib here says he will pull down both the walls during the hall and install there the idol of Sri Krishna with the flute. Planning in such a way as we have a quadrangle in the center, we can make a throne there with Murlidhar installed on it, which will add greatly to the beauty. So Bapu Sahib went to the plan, wants to, wants to plan, but your permission is necessary for that. In this way, the temple and the vada will both be ready quickly. On hearing these words of Shama, Bapa, Baba happily said, All right, once the temple is ready, we too will come to stay there. Gazing at the Vada, Bapa would fondly talk of things. When the Vada is complete, it can be used only for us. For there itself we will move about and talk. There we will play and embrace each other lovingly, enjoy boundless happiness. Then Madhara asked Sri Sai, If this is the final direction, let us lay the foundation stone on this auspicious day. Is this the time auspicious, O God? Shall I bring and break the coconut right away, as Baba said? Break, break. And he brought a coconut and broke it. Later on, the sanctum sanctorum was made, along with the platform for the Lord Mulidhar. Even the making of the idol was entrusted to an artisan. But then it so happened that Baba became grave, severely ill, and the end came near. All the devotees were greatly agitated in their minds. Bapu Sahib in his mind grew restless too and was very sad as to what the condition of the Vada would thereafter be. Will Baba's feet touch the temple after all? Lakhs of rupees had been spent and now this obstacle had come in the way. When Baba gives up his mortal coil, why Murlidhar or the house? Where for the Vada or the temple? Bhutti's heart was sad and dejected. But later on, by the concurrence of fortune and merit, and by the great good fortune of the Vada, in the end everything happened according to the wishes of all and by Baba's own command. 
in the very last moments word came from the baba's mouth place me in the wada and everybody's mind was relieved and then the sacred body of sai was rested in the sanctum sanctorum and the wada became the samadhi mandir sai baba's life story is truly inconceivable blessed is the good fortune of this butti in the wada of whose ownership rests the body of sri sai whose very name is so very sacred such is a sacred story listening to it with the listeners will become happy and prosperous hemar surrenders to sainath and does not leave his feet even for a moment whatever the experiences may be good or bad if you please sai by conducting yourself according to the instructions and above advice you will most certainly attain your will when the story is narrator and the mouth that narrates it are themselves sai samar then who is this hemar just a nickname hence you will hear next only that tale which comes to him by inspiration why worry today about that which will be composed only at that time will be to all here ends the 39th chapter of shri sai samarth satcharit called the exposition of the specific verse from the gita and the creation of the samadhi mandir as inspired by the saints and the virtuous and composed by the devotee hemar pant so we have ended the chapter over here so i'll just take up the question which uh, padma has asked there is no true love in this world is this why jesus says god is love the love that we have in this world padma is basically more on the material plane rather than on the spiritual plane the spirit is the one which is full of love for the divine the divine is called the you know supreme consciousness the spirit is the one which is connecting the material to the spiritual spirit the one in between how does it connect through a source the source which is connecting see there is a spirit there is a divine consciousness there is a body the spirit is in the body how does the spirit connect with the body connection that means what is it that keeps it working see let us say for example if you take a simple battery or a cell you know in the cell there is an anode and a cathode right and then there is a liquid which is called an electrolyte now there is something happening between the electrolyte isn't it till the time the bubbles are coming you will find that the circuit is working but once it comes to a standstill nothing is happening so what is it that keeps it running you will find that if you take you know, those who have studied the cell in school they will see that the cell after some time it the light becomes dim 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 and it goes away right so how does this body keep on running the spirit is that which is that electrical current inside so what is it that keeps it running that which keeps it running is the prana the the thing that we keep on breathing in and out hmm? that is what keeps this whole system in operation so we have on one side the supreme divine consciousness then we have the spirit then we have the prana then we have the body then we have the mind and in that the senses and the sense organs and all those things put together where can there be love for the divine in the body no the body is outward looking it always looks outside the eyes also are looking outside no the nose is smelling from outside the ears are hearing from outside we are all outwardly mobile people you know outward we are going outward then the next 
prana is the one which keeps the body working in and out mind i told you is running after the five senses so what is left then prana is keeping the connectivity between these two the spirit and the body in motion in it is working so we have to come to the level of the spirit after the spirit to reach the spirit spirit is existing existing is there is there all right the spirit is there the spirit can take a form takes a form so in the spiritual world to when we want to see the form we have a form of gods so we have all these devas they dev devis and so on and so forth you know all these people around us right from brahma vishnu mahesh and so on and so forth we have all this they all have this thing inside which is called the spirit it runs their body as well but to reach the divine you have to go beyond that what is the connection between the spirit and the divine consciousness there is no motivation there isn't it there is no motivation what is the motivation i want something can you have that motivation no there is no wanting there is no desire there is no need there is nothing 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 so the only thing which connects the two is called the divine love the expression is love that's it it translates in the material world the same love translates in the material world as a very mundane level world absolutely mundane level it translates into affection see we are affectionate towards the near and dear ones it translates into brotherly love motherly love sons this that all those kinds of love they have nothing to do with that supreme love remember the supreme divine consciousness can will not give you anything so there will be no motivation on your part to you know see unless and until we have something at the end of the line then only we are interested in it but if there is nothing to get from there what are you what is the point in going towards supreme divine consciousness udhar se kuch milne wala nahi hai so the love has to be unconditional got it there are no conditions there because there are no, the conditions rahega to na there is nothing to actually look forward to there so the love is on its own non motivated unconditional single pointed devotional so surrendering the whole mind body and everything has to be done there so that is the reason why jesus said god is love because the supreme divine consciousness can never be described by any other word so the sufi the sufis describe it as love only they say fana liberation basically it is love only and that is all they do got it all right so we shall end over